0: is for the passionate Seahawks fans. The ones who care about scheme more than hot takes. The ones who want X's and O's and not talking heads. From the eye in the sky. This This is Seattle Overload. Overload. Seattle Overload. With your hosts, Matty F. Brown, Griffin Sturgeon, and Ty
1: Dane Gonzalez. Let's go. Welcome to the Seattle Overload podcast. Yes, if you're watching live, this is a podcast. You can search Seattle Overload. In your podcast app and find Seattle Overload. If you're listening, welcome to the show where we're gonna look at Jackson Smith in Jigba, the Seahawks first round wide receiver, picked number twenty overall in the 2023 NFL draft. Griff, you're smiling about that as though as though you know you're you're happy about JSN, although I, I sense maybe the smile was for a different reason.
0: Uh, no, it was I was admiring your Arizona flag. Ah, Thank you very much. brought a smile to my face.
1: Jackson Smith and Jigbo is from the state of Texas. Cool. (laughs) First facts about him. Thank you. He's already impressing at training camp. Uh, So measurable wise, he's just under six foot one, 196 pounds. So not the biggest receiver really, but, um, and then not, not the quickest either. He, He ran like a, I think John Schneider said they clocked him at four four nine but it was basically a four five uh, seconds forty yard dash kind of shows up on tape. We will have tape later on uh, a thirty five inch vertical jump which is only forty fourth percentile and a hundred and twenty five inch broad jump which is seventy fifth percentile but where he stands out on tape and also with the testing is his agility numbers which are nuts um so we had a three cone drill of six point five seven seconds and a short shuttle of three point nine three seconds and it's funny cuz John Schneider said how when he was in Green he wanted to uh, take Julian Edelman that was his dude he obviously has an affinity for these slot types he he picked out Doug Baldwin as well uh, as a undrafted free agent that's really bad yep. i should know that and yep. and you know he tried it with John Ursua too he likes his little slot kings but in the first round jsn uh, super super exciting so griff any thoughts on the athletic measurements
0: yeah the the one of those combines where it reflects everything you see on tape mm-hmm. and the tape confirms every bit of the combine. Like he's a, he's a four or five guy. Like I thought maybe he would have been even slower than that on tape. He gets caught a lot in one-on-one like downfield situations. Um, but he is every bit as shifty as that three cone suggests his change of direction, his speed through his turns and stuff. Like he doesn't lose speed. Um, the shuttle shows up, he can control his speed. He's, he, uh, like the jumps too i think the jumps were only like above average but you know like he's still he's 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 got like short area explosiveness um he gets up to his top speed pretty quickly all that stuff so he's just not he's just not a burner you know Um, yeah
1: today pete Carroll at uh, training camp said how uh oh man he's really really natural he's really a natural athlete gifted in his timing in and out of breaks and things his feel. He also has, uh, and they saw this in the workout at the school. Uh, he's got great change of direction in him. He's just a, got a marvelous ability to, you know, get in and out of his turns, and his hands are just as natural as can be. So, pretty resounding praise there. Now, in terms of his production, the thing to be aware of is uh, Smith and Jigba missed a lot of his final season at Ohio State, the 2022 season, with a hamstring issue which is really why he was available to for Seattle at 20 overall. I think if he'd had another season of the kind of production and the kind of tape that he put up in uh, 2021, as uh, John Schneider spoke about as well, he'd, he'd have been like a top 10 kind of player, even with the perhaps slower speed. So in 13 games of that 2021 season, he had 95 catches for 1,606 receiving yards, a 16.9 receiving average, nine receiving touchdowns. And, yeah, he only played uh, three games in uh, 2022 with uh, five catches, 43 yards. It was pretty obvious he was dealing with a hamstring thing and they they had to shut him down, which he spoke about the challenges of overcoming. So, But, Griff, I mean, production doesn't always equal success, but...
0: Uh, Yeah, uh, production is still good, though. It it definitely has, um, like, producing... At the college level especially earlier on in your career statistically correlates with producing the nfl so and he did it in a competitive conference so that's uh those are all good signs for him i mean 1600 yards when yeah like it's 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 kind of a double-edged sword because he was sharing the field with chris Olave and garrett wilson so does he get easier looks on average probably better spacing and stuff right um but then, at the same time, he's also competing with those guys for, for the ball, and he outproduced them. Um, I mean, some of his target share or his route share is is conducive toward more volume, perhaps, mm-hmm. uh, but he's incredibly, incredibly efficient, and also incredibly efficient on the routes if you isolate them um, of that are not necessarily conducive toward high volume, toward high completion rates. So, I mean, we'll get into it, but like he had an eighty percent catch rate in the intermediate. In the 10 to 20 yard bracket so it's not just him you know catching five six seven yards slant and whip routes and running for five extra yards after the catch down after down it's him catching in breakers benders posts overs you know um out routes um past 10 yards occasionally past 20 yards um and he's bringing all those in so
1: yeah so some other quotes gino smith uh complimented uh, jsn uh he said, he, he was talking about his route running and he said about his body control. But uh, during that point as well, um, he mentioned his physicality uh, for a small guy being impressive. And then finally as well, he, uh, he even went on to mention the three cone and the short shuttle being important and the ability to get in and out of cuts. So, and, and, and Pete Carroll after the draft said Seattle was looking for that kind of third receiving option. Like, we'll talk about how, uh, JSN fits into Seattle's offense skill set wise, but in terms of just what he brings, like being a genuine third receiver, is something Seattle needed out of this draft. um You know, the, Noah Fant he kind of didn't get going last year. He was kind of a role player within that tight end room. Mm-hmm. DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett you can take the health for granted, but you know you need that kind of third dude to help out Geno Smith and. And, and p Carroll says that uh you know you know he said afterwards that um they thought he was the best guy in the draft to fill that role and it's why we were so pleased about um you know how they finished that first day
0: yeah yep he he, he he's like an everything pick he fits skill set wise he hedges against injury um you know it's uh like if if you're gonna have all three guys out there he's probably the ideal skill set available in the draft so
1: yep so Griff we I kind of mentioned the production but like how do we go about projecting a college receiver who was good into the pros because for instance uh, a pertinent example is a Jalen Hyatt right who yeah you know, you look at him in Tennessee. He's catching deep balls. He's stretching the field. You know, he. Some people had him as a first-round pick in in when they projected him, but there's naturally concerns right around that type of player.
0: Right. Uh, well, it's all about like, is the, the the term or phrase that gets thrown around a lot is is the production fake or not? you know, they're in an offense where they're utilizing college hashes the way that they are. The field is wider. The boundary is shorter. Um, you know, there's a lot of RPOs involved, not that OSU doesn't use RPOs. Um, but you're you're able to scheme the receiver into basically easier situations where they can just leverage the skills that they do have, which Hyatt's skills would be, you know, long speed. Right. Um, with, uh, with, with, with Jackson, it's they're uh basically it's you know how how does he do against press like you you can't hide a, well you can't hide a guy against press osu didn't need to yeah they could move him off the line of scrimmage a lot but when he was on the line of scrimmage and he was pressed up he beats press he's got a variety of ways to do that his release package is pretty expansive he come with his feet and his hands um uh he's he can do things premeditated like it's clear when he has a plan but then also he can improvise when this plan gets thrown off because he went up against some good uh uh corners and uh safety so um and then uh you know i mean he gets open against man coverage like that's that is that's as real as it get right in terms of your ability to just get open like the flip side of of it for d- defenders is like well what are what are the guys pure cover skills his pure route running skills are very evident um and then at the catch point like he's not crazy acrobatic but he can catch away from his body um and then and this is something that will you, you kind of just have to see but like he's a he's considered a, a yak threat but he's not that fast and he's not a tackle breaker and yet he gets a lot of yak and part of that like just pure traits wise, like yeah his acceleration and stuff he's shifty he can make a guy miss but he's not like he's not like you know he's not like the 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 twitchiest guy ever after the after the catch but what he, he has this ability to just get his feet upfield immediately. He'll even be catching the ball and at the catch point itself, get his hips like out of the phase of the route and into the phase of a running position to get upfield. Like he maximizes whatever yards there are to have that are just there that you don't get from breaking tackles. Like it's, it's, it's special really. And that's kind of like what Cooper cup does. Like Cooper cup gets all these yards and After the catch, and if you describe Cup, like nobody calls him the shiftiest guy ever, he's pretty shifty, but he's not like he's not like Marshall Falk in the open field, right? He's not, he's not LaShawn McCoy in the open field, he's not Golden Tate as a tackle breaker, he's not Marshawn Lynch as a tackle breaker, yet he gets all this yak. How does he do it? He just gets going immediately, and sometimes all you need is just the understanding of space and where the defenders are. And just your first step getting up field, making one guy miss. And yeah, you might get caught from behind, but you might have picked up seven, eight yards. Whereas maybe another guy like DK Metcalf, who's extremely fast and can break the first tackle. He may only get you three, four yards just because of his, the movement skills are different, right? So it's just stuff like that, like where he just gets you extra yards and he can catch the ball in stride and find a way. Or if his stride gets slowed down, he can regain his stride immediately and i think that's kind of how he gets all that yak
1: yeah i think if you're if you're one of these guys who is slightly slower and you're still getting open a lot like or or you you know you're still getting yak it's be it's because you're so good at understanding in real time reacting to where the space is and picking the best path like he navigates through into the right areas so well and so often and yeah. like you know the, the really fast guys, they don't have to necessarily think about that as much because they can turn the jets on and they're gone. Uh, but but the kind of open field uh, traffic vision, that sort of stuff is is a, a skill in itself. Uh, and yeah. he, he has that in spades. And I like how you mentioned Cup because Cup's really good at sort of twisting the correct way and just going, as you said. And uh, JSN has that similar kind of twist and go, twist and go thing, the, the way he kind of... Uh, wiggles once and then he's gone uh and it's the perfect path the perfect angle and it, it's yak and um, yeah he will get caught from behind uh in the nfl probably happens more than college but the kind of real-time spatial understanding uh i don't think i don't think that changes and yeah, yeah. He, he's a baller so wise, griff
0: where tape-wise. do you want to start let's start with uh let's start with kind of like the the things that occupy the mind when you say like possession slot receiver which is what he this is the starting point with him that's kind of like those quick underneath routes so quick game and not even necessarily quick game but like the the shorter like low reads and deeper dropbacks, like whip routes slant um like Mm -hmm. the f post arches route stuff like that because that's kind of that's his that's his bread and butter. And that's not even the things that make that are the most valuable about him, but they, they comprise like the majority of the routes that he's running. And he's just really good at it. So it's worth to, to look at to see what makes him really good at, at those things.
1: Yeah. So I think the Penn State game is a good example of this. Um, let's just open that up here. Bang. There we go. So here we're going to see an example of, um, a Duke route, which again, uh, we should say, from a higher state's offense, the concepts are fairly translatable from a, a route running perspective to the NFL, mm-hmm. right? Like now, the the trickle up or trickle down effect is is definitely <laughs> visible, right? Um, right. And, but,
0: and yeah, go ahead.
1: No. You, you,
0: I was just going to say, like, it, obviously, it's not a huge gain, right? But when you we talked about earlier, like what translates, like winning the route is what translates because there are going to be scenarios where he's on an island with the guy, even if it's not, even if it's not, uh, what is this cover one here? Like if in two high coverages and you go into empty, you're going to be on an island with the mic, even if it's technically a zone concept. So this is where. It he's plays running,
1: out just like quarters would.
0: Basically, yeah. Empty. The the proxy mix are the same, pretty much, right? Yeah, um, the
1: the thing here is he has enough to what he understands the technique that defenders play him with, like he in real time he can react as well, uh, but also pre snap. And here he gets the defender to open up thinking it's an overroot, like the way he hops. Here, the defender's not beat as soon as his defender believes the hip turning like that 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 that's the beat he's transitioning for the over the middle uh, shallow route and then he's beat on the cut outside which by the way is pretty smooth
0: mm-hmm. i mean look how his right toe and hip is like already turned to the right sideline while like his entire the rest of his body is like pointing Instead left of- like yeah like th- those are crazy movement skills that's just that's just hard to do like that's, that's where he's an elite athlete, like in that realm right there. Um, also considering that this is a juke route, like juke route is technically kind of, it's kind of like a, an option route. So he, uh, the, 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 corner's initial leverage is, is outside, right. Um, and he ends up winning to the outside. So typically with the juke route, you would just keep going. He'd keep, keep going to his left there, but he still finds a way to, um, to work to the outside because he's that's just crazy like he's the the corner is losing on his leverage um like he he usually you know it's easier for the receiver to win on their lever to on to win on the receiver's leverage side right and he manages to win against his leverage which is just impressive because he does stuff like that routinely
1: and look at the lean into the cut here you sort of see it on the left yeah lean as well it's, uh, it's
0: so, it's so committed. Like that's the other thing, like corners try to, like, it's one thing to just not have the feet for something, but smart corners like to use their eyes to inform them. What deliberate choices do I make? And it's hard to do that with him because he sells it so well. Yeah. Jackson does like, and it's because he's so agile. He knows he can kind of commit more movements to the, to the initial feint because he's so quick out of the, out of the, out of the move, the the move that he puts on. So, so he's, he's going to be running a lot of these routes because they, they liked empty last year. Right. And going to shotgun, a lot of empty, he's going to mm-hmm. be on those islands and they're just going to be churning up completions. Uh, last year you mentioned Noah fan, Noah fan was the juke route runner, the juke and the jerk. Um, so I I mean, we'll still see some Noah Fant, especially when they're in 12 personnel and they, they space it out, but he's, they're going to be running a lot of, a lot of that stuff to Jackson.
1: Yeah, and here he doesn't get the football, which is probably a good decision from Stroud, given the post safety creeping. But um, here we get an example of a slant reverse press coverage. Uh, the main thing when you face press coverage as a receiver is receivers. You have to get that defender to move, uh, um, or stop their feet. And this is what Digby really likes using, like a hop and a skip. Here's the kind of hop because the hop and then the skip gives the impression that this is an outside release. Like it looks as though the hip is going to the outside, right? At which point foot in the ground, the kind of slalom downhill skier nature, again, like a crossover in basketball, you're trying to break their ankle to go one way while you go the other. Yeah. And, uh, that gets this defender. The defender doesn't break his ankles, but he, he, he stops that creates the room for the inside slant, uh, simple uh that's that's easy separation if obviously the defender has this post safety here but and so he's playing to his help which again fine but but this stuff translates to beating press in the shallow areas of the field um he kind of Mm -hmm. he's almost press proof against the kind of slot types that he's going to see yeah i would love to see him against like and we maybe will it depends what the rams are doing but uh well, hang on. Hold on a second. Did Jalen Ramsey go?
0: Yeah, he's a Miami Dolphin.
1: Forget it. But, <laughs> like, against, like, a Jalen Ramsey star kind of dude, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's an example of a translatable rep where he doesn't get the ball. Like, a lot of his tape were, like, he has really good tape when he's not getting the ball, too, like, routinely, so.
1: Yeah, this guy, he could have had, like, uh, 2,500 yards, right? <laughs> yeah. But this is also an NFL type of release, uh, and his wide receiver coach was uh, Brian Hartline, who obviously has an NFL background. But um, yeah, this is stuff that the Seahawks coach is kind of hop and skip. Tyler Lockett uses these styles of releases, mm-hmm. and he another thing as well is he really understands the kind of uh, the timing of the offense. Now, this this isn't just on the short stuff, but um, and i I'll, I'll just uh, click off here. But it's also on uh, longer route patterns as well. Now I wanna talk about uh here we go. For, here, and Griff, if you have a if you have a timestamp as well, that'd be useful. But I wanna talk about the return route as well because it's another thing that Shane yeah. Waldron uses. And again, I don't believe he gets the football on this rep, but it's one it's an instance of um just crafty route running and sort of understanding things. And then there was a since-deleted video from the Seahawks um, Twitter, which kind of fits this place. So if I just bring up here, right. So here's Smith and Jigba. He's off the line of the scrimmage, which protects him from press coverage. I to mean, see what the uh, Seahawks will do. Um, and I want to focus on how he runs this return route. So at what point does it actually look like a genuine, not vertical route? Like this is a pretty vertical way of running uh, the route. Uh, It would be very easy to fully turn this hip um, to the left, the sideline, but he Mm -hmm. keeps it upfield to a degree, staying square with his head, importantly, looking downfield, which rather than over here, which sells the kind of vertical nature and and, and prevents any defender from from jumping or or, or buying that it's a flat route. Um, And that that may not look that important here, but Mm -hmm. as I will get to, the reason this is important is because, if you remember that, as I keep going, Griff, any thoughts on that?
0: Nope, I would just echo what you just said. Like, Sanjay Law will really like how committed to the details he is. There you go.
1: Okay, right. So this was deleted, I think, probably because... But this this Twitter account has mysteriously got the footage. Uh, but I think it's probably because, like... Uh, There's a lot of negative reactions to Devon Witherspoon getting beat on this route, uh, which is ridiculous, by the way. Like This is exactly what training camp is for, is is for this sort of stuff. So here we have JSN in the slot, and look how similar this kind of thing looks to a return route. Um, And I think now Witherspoon is looking over here for the snap. He's playing man-to-man coverage on the hip here. I believe he thinks he's getting a return route here because he's very, he's a Hmm. tick slow getting into the transition. Yeah. Um, he's looking at the hip, but because it's so flat like this. Yeah. This is run like a, the kind of, this part here is flat like a return route. Um, yeah. And the, the way that the, the eyes are pointing to the outside. Like, it would be very easily with the head to point more, like, at this angle to... Like, he's running to this red line where... Oh, you can't even see it. He's running, like, here, right? It'd be very mm-hmm. easy to point your head in that direction, but because he points right. his head flat... And Twitter is quite good for this because you can... And the way he pushes so wide with that step, it mm-hmm. feels... It feels super wide for a wheel route, right?
0: Yeah, and like you can see, the his right hip is is pointing to the sideline too. Yeah, so so yeah,
1: Witherspoon is a second late thinking. Well, that's not real, and that's yeah. all it requires for for the separation because the acceleration here out of this, which again the the way he crosses over and then that that stick in the ground. The point step, the di- to gain direction going on the wheel, with that mm. um, right foot hitting in, and then the vertical step with the left foot to really plant and drive. I mean, this is impressive footwork. You, sh- a man, should not be able to change directions like this. Wide, vertical, vertical, and then here we go. It's
0: it's uh, and then also like his hips are low too. Like he's always in a, an ability, yeah. always in a place of the ability to like exert like full force and explode that's why all those things you just said with his toes his hips and everything that's why i said if he was 6'3 he'd be nick bosa um uh-huh. he'd be he'd be an edge rusher like he'd uh-huh. legit be an edge rusher
1: there you go griff not everyone can be an edge rusher okay i, yeah. I know we like sacks and you you especially but but yeah this is so so everyone all the people freaking out by the way about about this uh is absolutely ridiculous because one this is a schemed beat. it's a rub route against man coverage um but two uh it's with us with a spoon gets beat um but like i think he's at i actually give him the benefit of the doubt here i think but it shows also if you're a step slow which defenders will be against smith and jig but you're done you're done yeah. like he's plenty fast because of how quick he can accelerate and 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 run a route so crisply um yeah
0: definitely definitely a rep where Witherspoon would want with, – uh, the type of rep where Witherspoon would want the rep back because he knows he could have made it easier on himself. Yeah. And that's what that's what Jason does to guys. Yeah. He manipulates them. So, yeah, a, a good example. Um, and, and also, we should say an example of that's how – it's like Smith and Jigba is not a vertical threat in the vein that he threatens the structure of the defense outright the way that Tyler and and um, DK do but he still he gives them a third option to still get vertical that said via isolation in certain contexts so like that example right there like a rub wheel type route from the slot like you there's you can still get a 30-yard chunk gain out of him um, if you get that matchup and those matchups might present themselves because the defense is going to have to devote structural attention to DK and Tyler so Wherever the weak spot is, JSN can find it basically in the scheme.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Griff, and what play do you want to go to? All
0: right. So another another example that I thought that kind of encapsulates some of the the small the small stuff um, underneath stuff. Michigan, thirty seven twenty three. Um, Perfect. It's it's kind of like I I don't remember until I see the play, I don't remember, but it's kind of, um, similar or the route translates to what Seattle calls like quick seam or or arches or F posts. It's technically not a quick game concept, but it's a, it's a quick timing route. Um, and it's just his ability to break inward really quickly yeah. um he's gonna be seeing he's gonna be seeing that route a lot and they didn't run it as waldron didn't run it as much as i think he probably wanted to but i think he thought he didn't really quite have the guy i mean theoretically tyler could they did oh, it with...
1: this is so nice the way he stays square in the hip uh, yeah. and this 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 um i wish i could rock it back like i do on twitter but the way he crosses over his leg here to to really work square and keep the hip square so the defender it. doesn't have a beat on him. He's right. only just. He's closing here. He is closing space to create space. So he knows he wants this part of the field. He knows the defender's playing outside leverage on him. So in order to maximize this available space, you can't just run straight to it. You have to get tighter to him to potentially, mm-hmm. hopefully, make him move a step outside to then win back into the middle of the field. So yeah,
0: he stems the corner into the hash basically.
1: Yeah. So. And and
0: and what's good about this is that's Daxton Hill who was a first round pick, and Hill gave Jackson some trouble this game. Like they had a really good battle. They both got the they both got the better of one another. Um, you know, so it was it was like that's what makes it all the more impressive because Daxton, that guy's going up against, is like no scrub. Like he knows what he's not just a good player. He knows what he's doing too, and this is Jason kind of winning the mental battle too, like you said, because he's manipulating him and then also just the pure speed off of the cut it's kind of yeah i was thinking
1: about that the way he gets he gets like three steps in the ground when he should get one step you know So like here the fact that he's able to turn his hip around and get this foot in the ground so fast um yeah and then keep that the the corner is so tight like um and then lovely to see him high point this at the end he's a big time He'll jump even when it feels unnecessary. It's always necessary. Then, he doesn't high point that uh, he'll potentially, if he's slightly close, he can go through the back of him uh, and make right. a pass breakup.
0: And then it's another example of the yak that we talked about. He doesn't get a lot here, but it shows the trait. Like, look at his right knows foot. Knows where the space
1: is, dives into it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like, his, his right foot literally gets is pointing toward the end zone as he lands. Whereas another receiver who maybe isn't as quite aware, like his toe might be pointed toward that that boundary safety and then has to turn up field with an extra step. His first step is already upfield. It's stuff like that time after time in tight space, how he just darts up the field for two, three, four, sometimes more yards and just gets a few more yards without really breaking tackles, without just being a burner. Like that's how he gets his yaks, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like that rep. Um, I think there was maybe uh Michigan game again later on forty one forty there's just a short end him just winning on leverage uh and just kind of shows like like how sharp his cuts are
1: fifty one
0: forty one uh forty one forty thank you if I remember this correctly, so it's outside leverage again from the corner,
1: oh yeah, same route, yeah basically cool.
0: yeah it's just like yeah like it's uh uh every time rinse repeat like it's a layup for him you know and this may not seem that impressive but like there are slot receivers in the NFL that don't win this uh, that frequently
1: yeah there are slot receivers where the separation is nowhere near as reliable so one you're not going to catch it as often but then two you, or, or or you know it's going to be a pass breakup more often but then, two because of that, you don't call it. Like, you, you, you know, this needs to be like a gimme, and, and he yeah. makes this kind of thing a gimme. It's like, like fake yards, but but it's real. Like, this is real craft. Yeah, um,
0: like, there, there, are, there are routes run like this in the NFL where the receiver is caught at the catch point, and if the ump isn't there, which he isn't in the NFL, he's probably gone. He might get caught from behind. He probably would, but he's getting to the... He's yeah, getting because to the, again, the, the he 25
1: the right at path, least. Right. Right. He knows this defender's here. He knows where to go from here. It's just this yeah. bloody umpire.
0: Like he might actually get to the 20 there if the if the ump isn't if the ref isn't there. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, he owns the short stuff, right? Like the short stuff, it's not glamorous, but the details matter. And it's the difference between I mean, they had the Seahawks had literally some of the worst yak, like in the long time, and he'll he'll improve it. Without really changing the structure of the offense too much even. Now
1: what you've um, got to say here is this ump gets greedy. He starts looking over here like, come on now, keep the yeah. quarterback size. You're robbing this for a pick.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um right. Um should we move All towards right. the intermediate then?
0: Yeah. So I think should we start with a crosser? Because that's like his hallmark route downfield is winning on crossing routes um and something that translates to the seahawks offense i mean just think you know like under center play action crossers absolutely okay but then you know also out of out of um even in the the pure drop back game too i mean
1: This. uh okay here we go i think this is a crosser It's yeah, a... So, so a more of a dig, right? But still an mm-hmm. intermediate example. Now he understands really well here what he has to do. So he knows that this defender is looking to reroute him with the style of um, Penn State's defense. Okay, you can see this, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he he knows this defender is trying to trying to get him. So he steps. To widen the defender to then create room up the hash to dart into, so here that little step, the defender oversteps out here, that creates the alleyway here, and then that is a very smooth uh, top of the route uh, breakdown.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Like it just kind of shows how natural it is for him the at, at the yeah. top of the route. Um, he doesn't drift.
1: Just knowing defender like technique, and and even just the way he dips up here is pure kind of basketball.
0: I thought a, a good example of him running across against zone because he has good ones against man too, but of him against zone showing that he understands the windows was um thirty three twenty six against Oregon.
1: Okay, yeah, I'll get that. Um. Here, this is nice. He doesn't get the ball, but this is kind of a coverage thing. But uh, we're kind of stemming into the improvisation element. I like here how, like, coverage-wise, this is removed, okay? But notice what he does when he realizes the player is breaking down. He tries to lean in. He realizes the defender's playing him tight. So he tries to lean into the defender to then create more room out here for the improvisation. -hmm. Um, it would be very easy to flatten this off, and then it gets jumped. But because you lean back into the defender, you again trying to create this pocket of space. You just go straight; he just drives on it.
0: Yeah, it's really yeah. He's really. He
1: understands leverage, like
0: yeah. He understands spacing, and this is something that is like, like him coming back to the ball when the play is extended. It's he does it a lot. Like it's something all over his tape um yeah 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 so yeah. he's like very ob- an objective oriented like scramble drill like uh, receiver sick, yeah uh 32 26 okay he's running a high cross i think against cover three zone mm. No. do i have the wrong timestamp?
1: you have oh no
0: or no no did i say 32 26 33
1: 26 uh, i knew there was a 33 here we go this looks about right oh yeah lovely 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 yeah, good and an example here of not getting the football um for yeah, some he reason
0: you should have had the ball isn't this this is 989 basically isn't it
1: uh, i think it's bsy cross
0: so why did- is he starting on the backside unless it's an alert i don't know
1: uh yeah that's a good point
0: maybe he just wants to show off he can make field throws I don't know um but so so but back to back to the start of the show so one it's him understanding where the reroute is yeah and how he how he can dip under it and, and still if, press if if it again. Be
1: the weight the little press vertical just to keep this defender driving fully but also um if this guy's gonna man turn him it stacks the that route too Oh, that and then
0: and then look how like speedy and sharp the bending it down is too like again it's not anything like huge hugely impressive but he gains speed off of the cut right yeah and if the like he should catch the ball right on the hash he Boom. can
1: almost run at, he can run the same speed basically turning like this yeah. as he can while running in a straight line
0: right that's why he outruns guys a lot of his best yak plays are of him outrunning guys faster than him but he's running a curved line and he can outpace them in a curved line
1: yeah. now when he
0: turns it up field that's when they get him right but it's uh because they 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 what, are they what are they 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 run the hypotenuse to his angle, but the curve itself it's like he's outrunning everybody
1: yeah here, here we right. go again, again i like penn state is the example of that curve just and working back to the ball and then he's already thinking yak but he, what, what he, there's no to, speed yeah. lost here
0: right what i love about this route is that even though it's a a crossing route Mm -hmm. because he's the leverage is what it is he's winning on his leverage right i feel like this translates to him running that play action dig route the strike the drift route because a lot of those are speed cuts right where you already have leverage for you pre-snap and there aren't a lot of examples or any examples of him running a dig route off of under center play action but this is i feel like this route you could take and apply it to the seahawks offense to be like He can be one of your drift route runners, um, from a reduced split. And it's just like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna close the distance. They're not gonna squeeze him when he breaks in. now the details of the route are gonna be a little bit different, but it's just, you know, he'll separate horizontally on those. So I feel like that's, that's an example of a crossing route actually projecting toward him and his ability to run dig routes against outside leverage man and, and match um, coverage. Mm -hmm. So.
1: Here is a great example of the improvisation. So this isn't a situation he should win in. It's drop eight, cover two, like Tampa style. Look, dipping up here, not losing much speed, working the hands. We should say even on like the Yaki stuff, he's kind of physical. Like, he-, he works the farm. Uh, obviously, he's not the biggest body. Now, like here, I said, he he'd, un- he'd
0: be an edge rusher.
1: There you go. <laughs> here he understands that he can press this middle run through. Like this guy's always going to bail. And he he knows there's a curl here, so how do I beat the curl? What time to just drop eight? Um, and finding this zone hole, working back to the court, about making the catch by the first down marker. Yep,
0: yeah, it's good stuff. Like Tyler does this stuff. Doug Baldwin did this stuff.
1: Yep. Just a complete it's... nuisance against zone coverage. Yeah,
0: I mean he's he's a. Like defensive coordinators probably just thought, like, God, what a little asshole! Like when they're yep. watching him on tape, like yep, preparing yep, yep. for him. Which you want, you want little assholes on your team, not on the other team.
1: Always a good rule of thumb.
0: Um. All right. Should we whip? He did. He did bleh, I can't talk. He didn't get the ball either in this example. But after the play, you want to show he has that um, like corner route against Oregon. Um. Oh, I've already seen that one. Um, where? Okay, where yeah.
1: The is... court. The 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 kind of um, the sale routes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, it's I'll an get incredible.
1: Um, I right. put. Here's here's the last cross that we can look at. I've put um, good work trying to stack the coverage, but uh, um, with wide open but Stroud. So let's uh, okay, yeah. So here. This is a a, a rollout to the field. Interesting concept. Um, But he goes underneath the the reroute. And then there's that stacking style if this guy's going to cross the field, but also to hold this safety and get him bailing and then planting across the middle. Uh, And then a nice sharp cut. Um, I mean, they probably call this concept to throw this route, but uh, he's open again. And, like, drop. really, if you're running routes like this um against zone, you don't need, like, you don't need blazing speed. It's more about how you lean your body into stuff and, and, and work the leverage, create the space, Uh because you're, you're really just having to dip and react to the underneath, right? You have to dip mm-hmm. past the underneath and then hold the safety from driving, and he's very good at that. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. actually actually really quick though before we do that there are two dig routes like legit dig uh, routes okay, that we could probably all right um so indiana 2645 i think it's against zone quarters but it showed like mm-hmm. you, you get a, you get a lot of dig routes against too high right and those yep. zone windows
1: Oh, and then what's the timestamp uh
0: 2645 thank you so it's not that hard of a route cuz he's not in one on one coverage but it shows like his under like he'll function like a lot of a lot of dig routes. Are oh yeah, stone.
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So and like he so dips under at... the reroute, doesn't lose doesn't lose any speed on the cut, right?
1: Yep, yeah. and he just knows like how to wrap around this kind of curl style defender,
0: right? And and the safety has no chance of nailing down. Like, is ultimately this is on a combination of a reroute and the safety nailing down on the dig route if like that's structurally how Indiana is trying to defend it and they mm-hmm. have no chance here because like not every not every slot slotted receiver or tight end right there is going to be able to run that as sharp as he does like that's really sharp and he should be catching that ball without having to scoop down for it, and he'd be gone right he'd get upfield. well probably the, the the safety the the far side safety probably gets him but
1: and there's the um, gag look at that
0: yeah he's he's fighting for it too um so that's a good one and then uh nebraska forty-eight oh five, breaking a speed yeah. dig versus off coverage just showing like he runs a, sp- a speed cut dig as well as you'd think basically
1: forty-eight oh five.
0: 05 yep See, top of the screen yeah
1: oh I like th- this the acceleration into that's nice
0: yeah so the, that that last effort right right before he, he cuts bang. it keeps yeah. the corner deep right and so it's a really good example like that that's an example of him running the drift route right or the strike route under center play action just bang turn around get it to the receiver put it or in his life
1: offense yeah <sighs> There's no way they should be caught. Look at the red line.
0: I know. I know. What the hell? Wait, was that Wilson too? Uh yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Four.
0: N- four. Our no, four. That's not. I thought Wilson was five. Is that wait, is that Marvin?
1: Oh yeah. I thought Marvin was two.
0: I no, guess. Marvin Harrison Jr. is 18. Oh 18. my god. I don't know who that is.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. How did well, they, find really, these guys? But they have too many of them?
1: Good catch. They have the, they have too many. Maybe we'll see something nice from the end zone. Um
0: Garrett Wilson's um, five, Olave's two, so who the hell is four?
1: <laughs> okay, here I've put lovely quick stem, which I think is something um is under, underrated, is his ability. He you know, he can get uh precise with it. But he can also uh, get real quick with stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so this is like a quarter safety. Um, kind of similar. It's more of a shallow stuff. But um, Yeah. I mean, how many speed outs did he run?
0: Off. Like, how many quick outs, speed outs did he run where he just like, yeah, a little five, six yard route and the whoever's on him stands no chance right
1: yeah look how many added steps this safety takes on the route like he's shuffle shuffle back back okay now that's yeah but it doesn't even it can be they can kind of use this more as like the the check down option you know
0: right and then also like third third and medium third and short the amount of boundary third down conversions he and stroud had it's just automatic like even the dbs know it's coming they set up with outside leverage and he still works them and breaks out, right, and gets upfield with it. So um it's impressive stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, I mentioned his timing. I, I believe this is a pretty good example of, like, his understanding of the timing of plays. So here he is, and again, picking the exact right path for the coverage. So here, right down the pipe, the way he, he looks back for this ball at exactly the moment that uh, Stroud lets this go, he knows when the ball's meant to be out. Um, and okay, you can say maybe he could have bent this more to the middle, but really his job here is to, he has to stay here more beca- to hold this safety as long as possible. But yeah, and uh, is this is, oh yeah. And again, I, he understands here that he's got this safety held he, he he's not getting the ball, but he runs the route straighter and holds the the safety from driving. I think if this safety had started to drive, I think body position wise he's gonna keep this route straighter. He like he sort of knows he suck at him. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you want to get to now, Griff?
0: All right, Oregon thirty seven forty eight. I think this is like the god rep, and he doesn't get the ball either, which is maddening. And uh,
1: chat if you've got questions, please do fire away. Sorry, what's the timestamp?
0: Uh thirty-seven forty-eight.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: So, like his, his 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 uh, he works outside, and to to press the corner, like the corners thinking speed out right or quick out. Um, but what's so impressive is that he ends up his bending back the, the stem ends up stacking his initial alignment on the line of scrimmage. So he ends up basically running this as narrowly as he could. Like I feel like other receivers would get, they would just get body trying to work inside without really setting the corner up too much. Yeah, and then and it would just like, dis- disrupt the timing of. of it's still
1: that. downhill with acceleration into this. Like he's not actually losing any speed. Like this isn't like just running around in in like a loopy loop. It's this mm-hmm. is a genuine route where he's accelerating into it. He's just able to change direction at this kind of speed. Yeah. So that you get just that. You get that overstepping of the corner and and him in a bad spot, and he's just flat out beat.
0: Mm-hmm. And he throws, like, an inside chop with, like, a shoulder dip for good measure, yeah. too. Yeah. And then not to mention, like, how he bursts through the the top of the route cut, right? The the breaking toward the, like, the end zone, right? Like, that's, yep. like, he dusts this guy. Yeah, um,
1: similar kind of route concept here against a slightly different technique, I believe. I mean, this is open.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I thought like maybe this is I, I like this rep this rep too. Like I also thought though, like maybe that's an example of where the long speed gets him because maybe a, a quarterback would want him to be able to break a little bit faster. Yeah, like right there, maybe. But he's already made the decision to move on anyway to get to the backside. But um, yeah, and
1: I think um, I think he yeah i think we, we spoke about how the long speed is more it's not really an issue it's more an issue against um because because of his crafty route running and stuff and his ability to just go but it's more an issue when he's trying to break away from guys so like this was an awesome it, should we move towards the vertical parts of this then
0: well there was one more route that i'm trying to remember did you just show 48 44 or is that no all right that one i think it's a boundary kind of like a boundary burst corner yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah so i just thought how much horizontal separation he gets in such a short area
1: yeah i th- i thought um this was a crap throw.
0: it was a terrible throw should be a touchdown
1: yeah um, but,
0: but look at his hips and eyes to set it up initially yeah this is
1: streaming th- like are you Buddy, I'm so fast right now, you better step left left, you know? <laughs> and yeah. he does. Which at that point, he's close, supposed to create space. He's rapid right now off the ball. And yep. this corner really is trying to catch him, but he doesn't actually get any hand on him. He's slow at the break and he's beat. It's just a bad and then Also
0: he his first step so after after the after like the break at the top he actually slows himself so that he doesn't run out of room. And then when he realizes the ball is, is wide, he speeds back up again. I just think yeah, like, it just shows so much like control and awareness and understanding of everything that's happening.
1: That's my thing with him. His, uh, his ability to just, I don't want to keep saying real time, but his like processing in the life situations is nuts. Yeah. Like everything is just, it's just like, I don't know how you can react to, uh, the, what stimuli the stimulus that quickly
0: he's just a natural like like just put, feel put for a, it, you know yeah like put a basketball in his hand and just watch him like react to yeah
1: I know there's lots to talk about the Seahawks basketball team but um he, See, I mean, he's gotta be good on that w-
0: one of the one of the best drills I think in, in basketball is when you're beating like to like improve like ball handling skills mm-hmm. is to like uh, uh two on ones where you have to split a double team I bet you if you play basketball in high school, he probably was extremely good at that drill. Cause it's a common drill where you have to split a double team, like you start at half court and you have to get all the way to the other side. Him just responding to different things happening to him. Yeah. Anyway, that's a random aside. Um
1: I'll just check the chat. I'm
0: struck by
1: Chris says, I'm struck by how alive his steps are as he's breaking down. The amount of force he's able to disperse and redirect without getting flat-footed is quite remarkable. Great, great point, Chris.
0: Agreed. Absolutely. It's special. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so here we have an example of um, vertical kind of stuff. Uh, stuff which translates to the low red zone, the high red zone too. And again, that reaction to the defender technique. So on the surface, this looks like middle field closed, potentially a reroute curl flat. But he... Oh, hold on. Are we good? Yeah. But he adjusts to the way that this defender is looking to wall him. It's actually a two deep, four under fire zone. So this guy's walling. This guy's walling. This guy's your cloud. This guy's your cloud. This guy's your half. This guy's your fake half. And they're sending five um, and with um, three off the field edge. Remember when Ken Norton used to do that? Um, so here he is in the blind spot. Um, and the ability to, uh, it, you know, Stroud throws this with the defender back turned. But that's a lot of trust in him and the tracking ability uh, to recognize that this ball has been placed like this and then go up and get it for a smaller dude. Like 23 looks kind of big. Like he's like six foot, right? Mm hmm. Chunky. Nice. Right yeah, in the like, blind spot, uh, doesn't panic. No pass interference here either. Um, this is real vertical skills. Like, Kyler Lock has made a knack of these kind of bucket catches.
0: Kind mm-hmm. of yeah, right? Yeah. His, his ball tracking when he actually gets downfield is, is pretty darn good.
1: Yeah. And I believe the end zone angle here is pretty nice at the end.
0: And like, he's not super acrobatic in the air, but he's still controlled enough and he's, he's, He's a hands catcher. Like we haven't showed a lot of examples of him catching with his hands extended, but he will catch overhanded, pronated, whatever, and he can adjust to the ball. Like he's not gonna, he's not gonna moss someone, right?
1: This is making the quarterback look good.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a wobbly throw too. I mean, he is under pressure, but um, yeah, it's just it's a good example of him. Like actually, like look at the trajectory of that ball. It's a weird ball, and he still times this right super weird yeah it's a good example
1: okay so uh, the the Penn State game I have down as an example of the the long speed getting um getting caught from behind um, now where is that
0: <laughs> 25 seventeen I think
1: yes. I put, even though they're not, not top-end speed, thank you. Um, well, actually, I had it down as 25-24, so... Oh, pardon me. Let's see who was right. We were both right, yay. Oh, no, I was definitely wrong. Okay, so there's a few things to observe here. So firstly, um, this starts as off-coverage. They rotate down into the press super late. He's so aware to immediately get a move in and a wiggle. Um, and then just, there's a lot of things at the top of this route. So it's just the curl route, right? Mm-hmm. But firstly, the wiggle opens up this inside, gets the defender outside, opens up the inside, and he skinnies his surface as he, to uh, avoid the chance of getting hands on at the line of scrimmage, he skinnies his surface, he turns his hip through in that kind of basketball slalom way um, and and accesses the inside, right? The defender is in a poor position. He's not over the top of the route. From there, he's able to press vertical slightly, but watch his head at the top of the route to hold the defender from breaking on the ball just kind of stack him in this outside low trail position. He looks over here to stack him here, snaps the route off, puts the brakes on, pretty good yeah. break. Bad position for defender curl route outside and over the top. Works back to the ball. And then this is Cooper Cup kind of style. Yeah. He knows where to go. He knows the defender's recovering. He's out here. And he knows how to how to wiggle his way through. And he knows where the post safety's gonna be. Um, mm-hmm. now he gets caught from behind, but like a lot of dudes would never have even got the yak on in this instance. Right, right.
0: And that's uh, that's where he's getting extra yards for an offense. And like his his curved line that he runs to to beat the the deep safety too, is just really impressive. Like it's curve curve of linear speed again, right?
1: Yeah. Like Bang. he
0: gets underneath this underneath him to his right.
1: Yeah, because at this point, um, so the, they're pressing to disrupt the timing of a quick game offense, and he is not disrupted at all. His release is quick enough. He gets no hands on him. He's ready as soon as the ball's coming out to get the ball. Now here, this safety's thinking, okay, I've got a defender here. I'm going to pursue right. the near hip. And at this point, there's a slight element of over-pursuit, but he's thinking I can get on this near hip and go. Uh, and then it's over. Like the, He does not expect him to be able to turn from here to then be able to cut this up yeah. so fine. It's like he's like running
0: that- a drill almost. It's, it's like,
1: almost like he's um, it's like someone's turning his hip for him as he turns, and mm-hmm. uh, the defender does grab him. But I don't think that's what happens. I think he's just able to, like, he be so low in the hip and 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 turn corners yeah.
0: so, so good. I mean, like he had, balance. He nearly had the record three cone, <laughs> like, yeah. and he had, he nearly had the record three cone at two hundred pounds. That's the other thing with him. Like, let's remember. He's not a 5'10", 180 slot receiver. You know, he's he's, uh, six foot. he's 6'1", 200 pounds.
1: Look at this. Yeah. What's, what is this?
0: So the traits that he does have are really special, man.
1: How does he get that foot in the ground like that? That's what kills oh, no. his safety. Because look, near hip-wise, he's thinking I'm good. And then he he's not. <laughs> he's, he's,
0: an, he's an edge rusher. He's an edge rusher playing slot receiver, man. He he's Von Miller in the lower half.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> that's uh that's pretty impressive.
0: So like 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 n- not a single step, extra step to like gather himself and like find his balance or anything. Yeah, because like what we're talking about here is most dudes
1: would put this foot about here and then the left foot would come and they'd plant and this safety tackles them. Mm-hmm. But he's able to do that.
0: He's just gone. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that's that's legitimately like he's an elite athlete in his own way. This is elite. And this elite the same thing
1: happens here, where on the on this curl, usually this this left foot would come in, or sorry, the right foot would be planted, and then the left foot would turn him round. But he's able to turn around by just putting the left foot in. Like what? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He can pivot and swivel and, and get in and out and oh my god
0: um so, another rep- i mean a- we
1: talk about long speed but it doesn't like dudes don't make the play that he just made so
0: right right um they is uh the penn state game the one where they had he had the big like field slot fade touchdown I yeah, I 15, think so. So um 1522.
1: Uh, Cameron says his skill set is like the opposite of DKs. They're, um, like,
0: they're like the inverse of each other, like a photo which negative.
1: Brings us I mean, we'll we'll talk about exact fit in the offense, but like that's the beauty of this. Like that he has a he's a he's like half a locket and then not a DK, which is exactly what you needed. Like Yeah,
0: that's perfect <laughs> that's a perfect way to put it.
1: Beautiful. Um and reflect the sun says so much strength in the lower half, huh? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I wonder yeah. what like d- would you do? You need like do you need big feet for this, or is smaller feet better?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, what is Jackson Smith and Jigba's shoe size? Yeah. Um. Enough about yeah. him. size. What's the show me yeah the feet. well because like i'm just thinking su- more surface area right so you can plant it but then the smaller the feet the quicker you can put them down
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so true uh fifteen twenty two in the penn state game is what 15 22 in the penn state Thank game
1: because you. you know when when you're taking on a block you should uh you should turn your foot out like this sort of thing um to give yourself more surface area to brace off that foot. Okay. Here we go. Uh, here. Bang. Oh, lovely. Lovely. What an example.
0: Oh, I didn't get the ball.
1: Um, But um, this is a guy who's beat and I think he knows the ball's not coming to him, but the hop, skip. This defender is supposed to put hands on him. <laughs>
0: So it shows you can't play around with him with a of scrimmage because he's clean. Like Gino will put that right in the right in the bread basket. That's us touch right that. There. Um. Okay. I think. All right. We forgot to do an out route with the intermediate. We should backtrack really quick. Okay. Indi- I- Indiana twenty-eight twenty-seven.
1: Hmm.
0: It's a really nice out route. I th- I think this is like the god rep. The god ah, rep. See, out if this route. is
1: what. Nathan says, "I'm thinking smaller foot for faster pivot, like a balloon. Yes, Nathan, thank you. And reflect the sun. Yeah, we covered the the Witherspoon, uh, the rep, Witherspoon rep uh, rewind. Um, sorry, Griff, what was that? Uh,
0: twenty-eight, twenty-seven, Indiana.
1: And again, this is all stuff which is uh, it all translates. Okay. Um. There's no reason that any of this doesn't translate to the league,
0: right? All these examples are real. Trying to is this the one? Okay, yeah, yeah. this is the one. This is just this is just absurd, absurd angle that he runs in the intermediate. Like the 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 defend defender actually recovers all right. Like that is such a square a square break at the top of the route. Yeah, he can go
1: round, he can go square in in really weird fashion without Mm -hmm.
0: losing speed. And the the contact doesn't disturb him at all. No. That inside chop. He he can run
1: through contact, um dip through, twist through, contort through. That's for being um,
0: two hundred pounds comes up. So he loses zero zero um yeah he loses zero speed but then he doesn't drift at all with the break it's almost a 90 degree angle yeah sharp isn't it yeah and so like that's just like pure pure wins in the intermediate um to the field maybe Stroud didn't feel comfortable throwing that but normal hashes to the boundary in the nfl like that's that's a free 15 yards every time and if he catches it in stride with good timing He's going upfield. And let's remember how many like out intermediate outs Gino threw to DK and Tyler this year like five a piece. He threw a few to Marquise Goodwin too. Like that's it's just going to be easy completions, Um, especially in pistol, Um, running it from a reduced split as well. So there's just a lot, a lot um, going on. Cameron OSU unfortunately did not play Illinois in 2021.
1: Oh. Can that you imagine? Would been,
0: that would have been one for the ages.
1: Yeah, because they, um, well, I, I don't know how much of Witherspoon on in you'd have got, but like, uh, Illinois had some interesting slot dudes if they wanted to match up with that as well. Um.
0: Right, yeah, I can't
1: the... find this. Uh...
0: Oh, it's it's the Utah game, of course. Uh, like one of the last plays in the game, forty-three ten Utah.
1: I swear he had a. I swear he had another touchdown. But, yeah, the, the, so the Utah game is crazy. We haven't actually looked at it yet, but um,
0: what's, that's what's when he crazy. really
1: gained national attention.
0: But what's crazy, you don't even need the Utah game uh, to, like, figure out no, what he is. No, you
1: do I think it's good that we've stayed away from that. I found a touchdown against Oregon on the scene, route. Um, okay. we, Like, we, we haven't even covered his best tape, uh, and we're still, like, there's so many examples. We could go for hours. Um even the like I was just it shown, like the plays where he doesn't get the football, like you can't get the football every time. Uh that's gorgeous. And this is Gino is gonna love this. Yeah. Gino is gonna absolutely love this. Look it at his hands amazing. too.
0: When he uh like the, yeah. the double swipe, like that that's that's legit handwork.
1: <laughs> that's edge rusher hand work.
0: Yeah. Huh. Look look how low his his pads get bending through that and then his speed to recover to get back on the vertical plane of his initial his initial alignment right yep like it's on a and line so so stroud knows he can throw it on a line too
1: yeah and again he's holding this defender with the hip jilting this way uh to then get him stuck in the mud Yep. great press release so, walk it so- out and then skip
0: so like he can get vertical in one on one situations in the slot less so you know like he's not a perimeter threat he's not going to run like a deep dino post right or a post corner uh, but you get these situations yeah you can get 30 yard chunk gains out of him maybe not the 50 yarders but the 20 to 30 35 yarders absolutely so
1: yeah because this is this is basically playing out like it's supposed to be man to man
0: effectively like, yeah
1: like this defender is just absolutely roasted
0: yeah um it's honestly embarrassing for the corner like it's the worst <laughs> it's, it's the worst thing that could happen to you in this situation <laughs> <happens> to him. <laughs> giving up a touchdown and one-on-one coverage just outside the red zone it's like the worst thing that could happen to you right here yeah
1: do you know what I'd be screaming? I'd be like, They've got five in the backfield. Look at this. What's this? That's not a real tackle. Anyway, um Yeah. Yeah, so also impressive. I mean you kind of mentioned it already, but like if you think about the line that he's supposed to run this to, like he is sort of one yard inside the numbers, so it's here. But the fact that the defender, even though pitched inside leverage to take that route away, the mm-hmm. fact that he ends up catching the ball, like, here, right? Like, one yard inside where he actually lined up, yeah. with where the defender was lined up, basically, is
0: crazy. It makes it so easy for Stroud to throw the type of ball he wants to throw. Yeah,
1: because, like, basically... Um, He's it's also basically protect- A cover-three-fire zone, right? Um, yep, yes. But, like, this corner's the problem, but... Right. Because he's here, not here, then there's no way the corner can overlap like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And also, it makes it so that he's not like throwing it off the helmet of the of the corner too. Right? And he can go
1: yeah, low, low, and to his chest because of how wow. open he is.
0: Right. So, and like which then means he doesn't have to elevate for the ball. He can catch the ball in stride and beat the the free safety for the touchdown. Right. As opposed to being tackled at the five yard line. So it's like everything about it. He makes it so easy for Stroud. Like there's a lot going on with that example more than you'd think at first brush, right? And it's just crazy that that stuff is so easy for him. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh, I love this play. This yeah, a, this I love gorgeous. this play too.
0: Because look at his hips get upfield again. Too. Like he's already running upfield as he catches the ball. He <laughs> stops and then he's running again. And yeah, he doesn't get any yak. He gets like an extra two right. or three. But if, if there wasn't a defender there to tackle him,
1: yeah, and like, the little the slowness, understanding that okay, we've got we got a window here, but we'll slow down, we'll slow down, and then we'll go yeah. upfield,
0: and then we'll get going again. Like
1: surviving the contact, surprisingly physical, pops back up, let them know.
0: It's crazy. It's 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 bullshit, really.
1: And again, um, invisible to the reroute. Yep. Yeah. So good football player. Um. Let's talk about run blocking.
0: All right, wait, 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 wait. We got, we got one more. Oh, we got, we got one more. Uh, Rutgers twenty eight ten.
1: Oh, Rutgers Ruck, isn't a real team.
0: No, no, but it, it, uh, it kind of foreshadowed what happened today at OTAs with Devin Witherspoon twenty one eighteen. Twenty eight ten. Nice
1: vertical. I love it.
0: So it's just another example of how he can get downfield.
1: Okay, so motioned off. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you, you oh get my him, that's a
1: great catch as well.
0: Yeah, you get him free releases. You get him matched up with, with rub route. Well, it's not exactly a rub, but like a free release wheel route. That's another way you can just get him up downfield.
1: Yeah, and yeah, it's a, yeah. it's not the same type of thing as that camp yeah. play, but it, like you said, it's kind of similar. Like I like how what look how wide he is. For this foot, there's like it, three steps wide, which is confidence that you know you can do this.
0: And you can see early on right where he wins the route. It's like that expanded expansion, like right there.
1: He gets the defender coming down enough.
0: Yeah, and then he's won it.
1: And great yep. hand work here, fighting to get the hand off. And mm-hmm. then really a impressive good. extension away from the frame, over the shoulder, late hands, super late hands. Yeah. Like
0: it's a good throw from Stroud too.
1: Hands aren't there yet. The hands have just come out and the ball's here.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's another way you steal explosives from the defense with with uh Jackson on the field. Like, yeah, you can still get it's not just little dink and dunk stuff you can actually if you find the spots you work stuff and like let's uh let's remember like it's an odd front league right now um you you, you might get a linebacker a 250 pounder right. unfortunately and, it, yeah,
1: and it's a middle field open league in some ways so you you're going to get some cover downs on slots
0: yeah yeah so blocking
1: blocking before,
0: before before we actually watch the example what do we think of him as a blocker generally it's Fine. not that great
1: like he's he's small great. uh he understands there's there's a bit of if you'd like him to stay square longer there's quite a lot of losing to where he wants to lose to you know
0: yeah yeah he understands the angles um, and stuff i i feel like some of it is just emphasis like he's got more power in his body than he's shown um, that doesn't yeah. mean he doesn't, it doesn't mean like he's a bad blocker. He's just not particularly good.
1: So this was smart. Um, you know, it's a screen pass away, uh, but this is very good body positioning to kind of basketball style, obstruct 27, uh, then obstructing 16, uh, and then getting downfield. And there's a little bit of obstruction here. Uh, smart enough, good effort. Seattle would have liked the effort. Um, Griff, do you have any plays? I've got one as a point man, and there's uh, like being the point man, I um, think
0: uh, the the very first Oregon play on a on like yeah. a screen. Yeah. Now, uh, see the thing that really matters though for him as a blocker is when he's blocking down or cracking a guy with, with uh, zone runs,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, he doesn't have a lot of, lot of examples of that happening. It's mostly in pistol where you see it. And he has a couple of good plays where that's basically a hold isn't that. Yeah. He has a couple of plays where uh, he like, like, like he can crack nickels in the NFL. That shouldn't be a problem. Um, Linebackers like Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, like they did it better than you would ever think a receiver could. But most of the time, they're just like existing and not and like just mitigating how much ground they lose. The thing is, he just seems Which, to be able to do it well enough to merit reducing them. So yeah. that you can then So that you can then run all the play actions off of it. That's a good example. Yes, this is that's, the example. And like this, this even though it's gun, it translates to under center, right?
1: absolutely. I mean it's exact same type of split, exact same body position. You know, he's a bit of a lunger uh, when he blocks because he's really trying to get power into stuff and it ends up top heavy like guys can pull him down, lock him on his ass, but ultimately he loses, but he loses where do you want to lose? Do you want to lose to the outside where the runs going or do you want to lose down the back door where they can't make the play? You want to lose to the back door and where does he lose to the back door uh, and by that point Ali. Yeah. So, yeah, he's fine. He's not going to ring a bell. um, Like, you don't expect him to. Tyler Lockett's blocking is not great, but he does enough. Uh, Ultimately, if you need good blocking here, you put a tight end in. Um, Now, but like, this is still a good block. Like, it is fine. Okay, so. That is is Jackson Smith and Jigba. Now, Griff, how does he fit into the the overall offense? We have sort of spoke about it, but, you know, uh, if if I talk about Pete Carroll's comments uh, really quickly today, um, it sounds like things are going incredibly well. Like, there's no reason for Pete to, you know, say this stuff, and yet he did. So, um, he mentioned how in practice that there'd been he's been a really bright football player it makes sense to him and they've already moved him all around he's been out inside outside on all these kinds of stuff so it it looks just what we were looking for which i mean great uh from what we saw like his ability to separate against press against the smaller guys is really impressive now in college football you don't really get that kind of man type of nickel but like do you even get that in the nfl anymore not really it's, it's less and less common just like it is in college so i don't really think that's as big a deal um so i don't i don't, I don't see any reason you can't play in outside or inside which is massive as well uh i mean it's basically whatever they need for like the concept they've called in right like you know what's metcalf poor at uh well then we'll, we'll put an in in that role um you know, what's a Lockett needing to do a bit better? Well, then let's have Njigba do that and Lockett do the other thing, you know. Uh, yeah. it, just, it just gives them so much like 11 personnel uh, stuff. I mean, do, do you agree that yeah. he, he's kind of inside? He's more he's more of an inside guy just because of the skill set Seattle has in their roster. But there's no reason he can't do some of the outside stuff too, right?
0: Yeah. And I think that perhaps their main desire, if they want him to do more outside stuff, is when they want to be able to interchange the slot and the Z, like which guy's running which route. Um, so like, I mean, I think that like, especially when they stack, right. I think that they'll have moments where they, where they want um, him on the line of scrimmage and they want Tyler off and vice versa. So he might need to do some of the, the the locket stuff. He may not do a lot of it as well as him, but if he can do it just well enough to merit doing it, that helps the, the big picture. But yeah, ultimately, under center like he's going to be he's going to be the w- one of the interior receivers whether he is technically the outside guy or the slack guy running those you know crossing routes um he'll be running those like whip or return routes um he might be running he'll need to be in motion a lot um to be the the jet guy and or the slide route guy depending on the concept for boots um i think and then i think he can he can um eat up ground and be the, the dig route runner as well. And hopefully interchange, they don't want to do it with locket for some reason. Maybe locket doesn't want to take the hits, but they'll run a uh, drift slash slash strike to DK. That concept works when you have more than one guy that can do it because then the defense can't cheat and they don't know which guy's going to be. I think he can be the other guy. So you can run it with the zone flow against the zone flow, you know, to, to the X or the Z. Um, so that's another example where they'd want him to be, the Z technically in eleven personnel. Um, maybe they run it from normal, normal with slot formations too, like the Forty Nine ers will do that. Um, Jimmy Graham, they do True. that to Ayuk. To Ayuk, so maybe they experiment with that way. Um, and then in shotgun, like it's just pretty much what we saw with OSU. It's going to be pretty much the same thing, similar enough. Um, so like, yeah, I- yeah, they're 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 improving their yak on the underneath. They're accessing the intermediate more and more efficiently that's what the the defense the offense needed a lot last year and he he keeps the tie he he keeps um he keeps the floor high as well um because when they struggled last year it was when they just couldn't get the completions that they were getting prior when everyone started to get hurt when goodwin went out tyler lockett was 100 percent disley injury they needed a guy that could just catch the ball get open and catch the ball and he so he helps with that
1: yeah yeah I think that kind of cheesy stuff you can do with him as well is stuff you can't do with Metcalf or even Lockett really that often. Like, and just the fact he's the third dude, like you can get easier matchups. It, it, it you know. And I, I found it telling how Carol on May thirteenth, so before he'd really seen him in camp and stuff, but he described him as a slot back guy. That we can really do a lot of things with, which is a real kind of old school term you know, thinking about like wishbone or like flexbone offenses, where it's that kind of wing position, uh, which is like more condensed splits, maybe with the offense uh, more kind of him being the fly motion or jet motion guy, him being the constraint. And I loved it. How Carol also said at the end of that, how uh, we're counting on um, G- Smith and Jigba to be in the slot when we want to and, um, uh, And then we'll move DK and Tyler and other guys. And we think this could really allow us to max those guys out. Like it does create opportunities for DK and Tyler. Like if, if they are getting doubled, you know, you you can do things like, I don't know how much man coverage Seattle is going to be facing because it's just, it's a real issue for them, uh, for teams to try and do that. But also, you know, DK and Tyler are such target. uh, You know, they, they have such a high target or high volume of targets that, um, yeah, they're just just like yeah, they yeah. need a the rest. Like and and you know tight ends are great, and we love the Michael Mayer. But this is like having watched JSN more. um yep. you know this is it just makes complete.
0: He he is damage. he's better in the deep dive after my deep dive. He's better than I thought he was, and I thought he was pretty good. Um, if if we compare him to other slot receivers around the league. Of guys that we consider good. I think on the lower end of that spectrum, you get guys like Jarvis Landry, like at his peak, maybe Tyler Boyd, um, Christian Kirk, which are all good players, which he'd welcome as a number three in Seattle, right? And then you go, you climb up that ladder, you start to get guys like Keenan Allen, and Michael Thomas. Then as you go even higher, you get Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson, guys that are like legitimately like top five receivers at their best. Yeah. Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, not top five receivers, but they're like 10 to 15 at their best, right? Maybe even a little bit better. I think he can be, they might be his floor. Michael Thomas and Keenan Allen might be his floor, and his ceiling might be Cooper Cup. He's not going to be Justin Jefferson. He probably no, won't je- be Cooper Cup, but he Jefferson could be.
1: has a different uh, athletic dimension, doesn't he? Yeah, he's just like way the, more explosive. And the, the, Yeah, the explosive ability allows you to do, not, I mean, top end wise, right? Like,
0: I mean, he, uh, he ran a four, taller. five, two, right? I mean that's the thing that Jefferson is such an enigma. He's really not that I think he's six foot he's six one one ninety five and I think he yeah, ran he a just four five big, like he, he has lengthy. crazy long arms, I think. But the Whereas, thing about yeah.
1: people, he's very stop start explosive, like like incredibly because of his feet and just he just goes suddenly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, no, no, Jefferson ran a four four three. I'm way off.
1: Yeah, no, he he he, he has that extra gear. But but like I don't think the extra gear is That's not his game though, right? It's no it's not his he's game. He's just got it's an not...
0: extra something to him, like an extra movement ability. Like he's but he anyway. saves
1: four steps on plays where he shouldn't, which like is pretty big. Steps yeah. of separation. Uh so Cameron asked, um, can he step in and be the number two wide receiver locket? is hurt? Well, we've always said, yeah. Like Yeah. 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 Like, it, we're not confident it, in what we're seeing.
0: It, It doesn't mean the usage would be the same, but he can function. The offense would be like, do you like your second option? If he's your second option, the answer would be yes. It might take year two, maybe not this year. But like, well, I mean, three months down the line, if Lockett has his annual, like he banged his knee up, but he can still play thing, you'll be fine. Like that's the beauty of this, right? Which, you know, shout out to Lockett for like still, you know, playing through injury, you know. I'm not bad mouthing him. I'm just saying, like that, just a thing that happens, right? And the offense takes a step back. Like this, this is a safeguard against that. Um, all right, so kind of like a post-credit scene, we need a uh, one last play. Akron, thirteen fifty. Oh and yes, the
1: re- Akron. The 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 zips, right?
0: The reason why the reason why I said this was because I called. Hang it on, do
1: you actually pronounce it Akron?
0: Is it Akron?
1: Well, I say Akron, but I it's am I am not from. I'm the... probably wrong.
0: All right, Avarica. chat, sh- chat, short a or long a for A K R. Hard K or so. But the reason why I'm making a big deal about this is apparently in my notes I called it the quintessential JSN clip, and I have no wow, how...
1: wow, guys, get ready, chat. This this is quintessential. I
0: have no idea why I called it this.
1: If <laughs> if it's a bubble screen, it's over. Okay, top of the screen, right.
0: Yeah. What is quintessential about it? Okay. So I think the reason why I said that is because one, he's probably running his hallmark route, the over, yeah. the crosser, he right?
1: You had, had a bit of coffee. Um, also, uh, am I, Yep. Also, he, he he. This is an inside leverage defender, and he manages to lean into him and still win the inside. Uh, so his but-
0: stair step too, right here.
1: look how vertical that looks it looks vertical it looks
0: vertical it's so so but like look how much effort the corner puts into trying to body him but then he he gets vertical again right there and then he and then look at the angle it's like a 90 it's practically a 90 degree angle he gets that so flat right there at the 27 28 yard line with series speed so it's kind of like the uh like in my mind, when I think Jackson Smith and Jigba over route or cross route, like that's kind of the example, probably. There
1: you go. How exciting. All right. Oh, for once, Matthew is actually pronouncing it right. Thank you, Cameron. Griffin, oh, so you I'm blasted right. fool.
0: Mm. 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 Apologies to natives of Akron, Ohio, okay. residents of Akron, Ohio. There you go.
1: Right. Everyone, thank you for watching the podcast. That is Jackson Smith and jigba Baddam. We will have next up Derek Hall. That was the Seahawks' next pick. If you haven't listened to us breaking down Devon Witherspoon, check that out. I think this format we did a bit better with timestamps. Illinois is difficult because it's different clip numbers and it takes ages. Whereas this is cycle through, mm-hmm. but we did it. And if you liked it, please like the video, download the show, give it a five star review uh seattle overload podcast follow the twitter at seattle overload thanks those of you in the chat for joining live it's always good and uh yeah follow griff at c mike spin move follow our producer ty at dane gindalas follow me at matty f brown uh we'll be back as well with some uh training camp takes as interesting quotes today we could have got into but that would have been a two-hour podcast and we're not about that quite yet uh nearly Uh, Yep. Until next time, thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, This has been the Seattle Overload podcast.